and welcome to our fifth episode of... Oh, yes. That was ten. <laughs> Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Counting is hard. <laughs> we, we gotta start with our fingers. We haven't made it past our fingers I'm still counting. Working at, still working at colors. <laughs> and coloring in the lines. I've never been a good one for coloring in the lines. In any sort of way. No, no. Yeah, we're going to actually hope that we can get through this because um, the neighbors to us are redoing their driveway and literally the whole building will start shaking. Mm-hmm. So um, The world's not ending. It's not Armageddon. It's no. just repaving a parking lot. Yeah. Yep. No. While so. we're doing our podcast. Of course. Oh, I'm Dia Kaplan. I am Jenny olson Payton. We're the ones who can't do math or color in the lines. Yep. And this is That Kind of Podcast. Yay. And I have to tell you, no because... More. I'm going to start complaining. And so before I start complaining, you called me last night and you said, I'm thinking about doing Slenderman, I don't know. And I was so excited for you because I was going, oh, that's a great way. We talked about starting in October and how that's a wonderful story for mm-hmm. going into a creepy season. And I was so excited for you and a little bit distracted that a couple hours later, it occurred to me that I know... Exactly three things about Slender Man, about the story you're going to tell. <laughs> I know it's based off an urban legend. Yes. A creepypasta, to be exact. A creepypasta. I know that the story, the murder, is horrendous. And not a murder. Little girl she just, survived. She survived. That's right. Because I, I don't know that much about it. Yep. But it's about a little girl, which is awful. And I hate the Slender Man. I find the idea creepy. I find the I won't look at the images. They're super creepy. And so when everything kind of slowed down a couple hours later, I was like, I was really surprised you were game. <laughs> to be quite I honest. was distracted. <laughs> I know. I was like, I think I'm going to do Slenderman, and I was like, yes, that's great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Does this open the door to more unsolved paranormal? <laughs> No, I, you just have to get me at the right time. And all this morning I've been dreading it because I'm like, I fucking hate the Slender Man. And now it's going to be emblazoned everywhere yep. when you do our crap. We're going to sit here and talk about it. So I uh, actually might do some Photoshopping. I'm not going to look at our social media <laughs> for a week. Well, so that's how it actually got started. In 2009, a guy named Eric um, Knudsen uploaded a bunch of photoshopped images of this tall, gangly, creepy, pale, faceless guy. Creepy. Now I can't I can't overemphasize the creepy. Well you knew about the tendrils too, right? Fuck. So when he gets mad, tendrils come out and can actually grab you. So have you ever heard of a book called The Ghastly Crumb Tinies? No. The Ghastly Ghastly? No. I haven't. So it's one of my favorite books. It's by Edward Gorey. Of course it is. Okay. So and this is like the ultimate. It is like A is for, I can't even remember all of them, but it was like A is for Allison that got eaten alive. Or E is for Eva who got eaten alive. I mean, like it's all of these, it's an ABC book. I mean, that's a good way to raise your children. About children that get, like fall into peril. Because of the Slender Man or just in well, general? Just in general, because it was written a long time ago, a lot longer than this is. But the cover is all these little kids under a very tall, thin man with an umbrella. 
and it looks just <laughs> like Slenderman. So, um, I'm going to have an attitude this entire podcast. Just, just so you know, and it's my own doing. It's your own doing. I know. That's it's what, your own doing. That's why I had to preface it to say, this is why I was excited, but I gave now you like, I'm... I gave you, like, multiple options. You really did. Yeah. One of them was actually going to be the historic one, which is really not that scary. No, and I chose a scary one. You did. You At did. that point, you should have asked me, are you okay? Are you drinking? <laughs> Dia, are you drinking again? <laughs> That would have been the most important question. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, all right. 2009, Eric Knudsen uploaded some photoshopped pictures mm-hmm. of children basically running from Slenderman. Or basically, there's like one that's a playground and kids are like sliding and playing, and in the background, you see Slenderman. So, it started to kind of take its own life. And all of these people started adding to it. Um, because of Reddit, right? Um, it was something called... Some, it was a, a, a um, page called Something Awful. Okay. Yeah, but it's kind of very similar to Reddit. So people started adding into the story. And it quickly became this, like, urban legend. Um, it's probably one of the most popular of the creepypastas. Um, and it's just kind of a new way in which, you know, urban legends were told from generation to generation. And with the introduction of technology, it was just kind of a new way for these urban legends to kind of take root and take hold. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we have Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. There we go. He is I actually... Was... Thank you for the history lesson, but let's get to the... <laughs> get to the attempted murder. Mm-hmm. The hard part. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, well, for you, it might be the... It might be Slender Man himself that is the, is the hard yeah, part. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So he's often found in woods, or often said to be found in woods. Which is um, super creepy, because I love the woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... I'm not going running again for a couple <laughs> months after this. <clears throat> oh, mental note. It's a good thing that I have a bad back, because it would be so much fun to just, like, sneak up on you in me. I would kill you. <laughs> I, I'm not even joking. I have no I would, doubt. I would kill you. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to try and let you tell your story. I so far all I've done is complain. Yeah, complain. <laughs> you are the Karen of the story today. Oh, <laughs> um, right. so zipping it. So basically, we have this mythical creature that really took hold in the internet and took the mm-hmm. internet by storm, and it has become something that there have been numerous movies made about it. There's actually been a fiction film um, written about it. And then there's also been numerous films about kind of the folklore of Slenderman. Um, yeah, he's, he's pretty creepy. He's pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. So especially that he has tendrils that he can reach out and grab kiddos. You already talked about that. I know. That. I just wanted to make sure you <laughs> make sure you remember. I remember. So we're going to talk about the Slenderman stabbing. Um, and this happened in 2014 in um, Waukesha, Wisconsin. So I'm apologizing if I'm slandering some of these names. Wakisha? Yeah, Wakisha. Wakisha. How would you say it if you were in Wisconsin? Wakisha, Washington. Um, How would would Rose's family, Rosen Island's family, (laughs) say this? Wakisha, don't you know? (laughs) Don't you know? Um, I'm so sorry to our neighbors up north. (laughs) They still subscribe. Um, okay, so this happens. Three teenage girls, well, actually preteens, they were all 12, mm. um, were having a slumber party. Um, they were actually celebrating one of the girls' birthdays, um, and that girl was named Morgan Geyser. So Morgan and um, Peyton uh, Lutner, 
I'm again. I'm sorry if I'm slandering. You do. So I'm just. I'm. It's not. A, I'm not a name pronouncer. Pronouncer. I, I promise. Pronunciation is hard. <laughs> with math and coloring. <laughs> so they're in fourth grade, and they're getting. Or they actually met in fourth grade. So Peyton and Morgan met in fourth grade, and became cl- close friends. Um, Peyton saw her sitting alone a lot, and decided that nobody should be sitting alone. So she kind of joined her and became friends. Um, pretty soon, sweet. it was very sweet. Uh, Peyton, I've watched a couple interviews with Peyton, and she's kind of a badass. I'm really, um, uh, you know, the, when the guy asks, he goes, do you think you're a survivor? And she's like, well, yeah, I am. And I'm like, damn Aww. straight you are, honey. Um, so, yeah, she's she's uh, a pretty nice, uh, she seemed like a pretty nice little girl. Um, she lit up a room. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, don't ever light up a room. So by sixth grade, so they met in fourth grade. By sixth grade, An, um, Anissa Wire joined the the girls and became kind of a trio. Um, Peyton was not a big fan of Anissa. Anissa? Anissa. Um, just plain and simply. She said she was cruel, she was mean, and she became obsessed with Slenderman. And so because of that, the relationship with Morgan, they became very tight. And they almost started sharing a delusion. Um, they believed Slenderman was real and that they needed to prove themselves to him so that they could become his proxy and move into the um, house in the woods with him. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. So this all takes place on May 31st, 2014. Um, they actually had a plan. They'd been planning for months to kill Peyton in Slenderman's for honor. For months? For months. They actually had code words for, um, they called the knife cracker, and they call the actual murder itch. So, like, they would have these intricate conversations, basically, about this murder using code words. Um, I'm, I'm two 12-year-old girls being able to keep a secret for yeah. months is yeah. shocking. And they were not normal. Um, when you watch their interviews after it happens, Morgan is very, very obviously... Um, she was she was later diagnosed with schizophrenia, and mm. it's pretty dang obvious in the in the in the okay. So she was already mentally yeah. had some issues that the other one was preying on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it, it, it's kind of it's it's just really it's interesting, um, and we'll kind of get into why it makes things more interesting later on. Okay. So May thirtieth, two thousand and four. May thirty first is when everything went down. They actually planned to kill her on May thirtieth before the slumber party actually happened. Um, but they had been roller skating all day and they decided they were a little too tired. So then they were gonna st- they were gonna stab her in the neck while she slept, too tired, fell asleep. How so- messed up is that that you are twelve years old and you're too tired from roller skating? Yep, to commit that murder. you can't yes. Yeah. Jeez. You would think the twelve year old would have a little more stamina. <laughs> okay, well that's not where I was going with it. But I was trying I was going with yeah. the whole um it's there's there's roller skating versus it's tragic. murder. It's like one of those you make jokes, or at least I make jokes about it to deal with the fact that we are talking twelve year old preteens, and when you see their pictures, they look like little girls. I mean, they look like because they're twelve. But they're you 12. do bring up a good point about the stamina of a twelve year old. I would expect a little bit more out of them. <laughs> yes. it's a so the, point. It's a valid point. So then, the thirty first, they wake up and they decide that they're going to go and play in the woods. They first start stop by the park, and they decide they're going to go into the bathroom in the park, which, again, never a good idea, um, where no. Anissa decides to push Peyton 
and try to knock her unconscious against a concrete wall. Um, Peyton, it didn't work. Peyton got really mad and was actually, um, uh, they said she was pacing in circles and was just really angry, but yet they still talked her into going deeper into the woods where they wanted to play hide and seek. Um, so They're playing hide and seek. This is like the roller skating thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead with your story. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so they're in the woods. They go deeper. Um, uh, uh, they're hiding. And Anissa says to Peyton, go ahead and cover yourself up with, with branches and leaves so you can hide better. So Peyton okay. goes ahead and does that. Um, and then next thing you know, Morgan jumps on her and begins stabbing her. She stabs her 19 times. So Morgan is the one that does the stabbing, even Correct. though Morgan is the one that knew Peyton the longest. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I first read. The first article I read, I thought the girls had been switched. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that makes sense that they didn't get along. But then when I found out it was actually, they were best, I mean, they were best friends for years. Um, and really until Anissa came into the, into the situation. Um, so we're in trouble if somebody ever tries to make a trio out of us. Yeah, I'm telling you what. Mm. The bookcase. <laughs> um, <laughs> watch your back. <laughs> uh, so they end up. Um, so Morgan jumps on her, stabs her nineteen times. Um, the wow. doctors say that um, there were two organs that were hit. I believe it was her kidneys and her liver, if I remember correctly, and that it was so close to her heart that if it, the knife went a hu- with the width of a human hair more she would have died um so she was stabbed all over the place um anissa turned to her and said okay go ahead and just lay down and be quiet we're gonna go get help and you won't bleed as much if you do that okay the girls take off walking and they end up walking five miles they're looking for the house of slender man so that they can join him when the police finally catch up with them they're sitting on the side of a highway how did the police catch up? How did the police know to look for them? I'm glad you asked that. Okay. So Peyton, being the badass that she is, crawls to an opening. Um, they said, at one article I read, it was quite a ways that she ended up crawling. She would pull herself up on trees um, and then kind of walk as much as she could, fall down, and then literally crawl um, as far as she could get. She finally got to an opening um, on a dead-end road where a bicyclist found her. Um, I listened to the 911. I'm not a huge 911 tape person, mm-hmm. but I listened to the 911 tape and it was heartbreaking because the guy was like an, an older gentleman. I mean, he was probably in his 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. He was just riding his bike and he comes across this little girl who's bleeding extensively, laying in the middle of the ground. And, um, you know, so he's on the phone with 911 and even 911 goes, I've come across, you know, he's like, there's a, girl, a 12-year-old girl that's been stabbed. And then the other dispatcher goes, What? And she goes, stabbed. And he's like, stabbed? And then you hear the old guy, they patch the gentleman through, and he's um, he's saying, you know, I, I just I just found her. She has her eyes open. She's still breathing, but she's saying she's having a hard time breathing. Yes. And, yes. So, and when you think about it, like, with all of the movement, it is a miracle that none of those stab wounds broke open more. I mean, like, one, I mean, like, ripped. When well, you they think, probably did. I know, but still, how much blood was she losing? Because I would have thought she, with nineteen, she would have lost yeah a lot of blood, but I guess not. It was it was a surprising. I mean, because even the guy was like, he's like, is there blood? And the guy's like, her shirt's wet. There's blood on her shirt, and so they actually had a picture of her shirt, and it was 
um, it was really sad. It was like a little heart. It was a yellow shirt and a heart. It said something about being kind. And like the hole around the heart was was like, was bloody. I mean, but it really, for 19, 19 stab wounds, I'm still amazed that it was not more. I gotta be honest. I don't know much about stabbing or stab wounds. Thank God. Yes. That I'm going to admit on tape. But 19 seems like a lot to miss vital organs. Yes. So well done for right not doing it but you also did a really bad job yeah. at your job you you literally had one job was to kill her and 19 tries and yeah. you still couldn't do it well and i imagine some of it had to do with her the fact she was covered in leaves and so some of those probably helped uh yeah she couldn't see where she was standing. and then um quite a few don't of them, defend her believe me i'm not defending her <laughs> um but no that makes sense but and then there was also a lot that were two extremities so like um her legs uh, and her arms oh so they're including that yeah. as well so defensive wounds defensive wounds yeah. okay okay so yeah so she she got i mean she yeah um so they rushed her to the hospital where she was immediately pulled into surgery had a six-hour surgery thankfully she survived wow um when she woke up, her first words were, where are they? Um, you know, have they been caught? I mean, she was she was concerned about that. Thankfully. You have to be terrified. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yep. So the girls were taken in, um, and they were interviewed separately. Um, it was, Morgan's interview is very creepy. There are a couple of times in which she um, starts singing to herself, and she's in a room, and she's, like, playing hopscotch by herself um she's very scotch making a lot of hand movements like almost like itsy bitsy spider type of thing um and then some of the things that i wanted to make sure i got them correctly some of the things she said during her inter 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 interrogation <laughs> um people who trust you become very gullible it was sort of sad um and then when she asked was asked what happened she said stab 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 it was weird i felt no remorse i thought i would i actually felt nothing um, and then one of the first things she asked was, is she dead? And she does it in this little girl voice. I mean, and I don't know if it's, she uses that voice again later on because the, it took years for them to actually get into court. Um, but she said, is she dead? I was just wondering, was one of the first things she asked. Um, and then when she was asked again, she said, I might as well just say it. We were trying to kill her. So she was very, um, very to the point, very disassociated from the situation. And it was just a very, um, very odd interview. Um, some of the things that her parents said, and, and I am definitely not going to, uh, uh, you know, you, you never think your kid is going to do something like this. I don't, I don't care. I mean, you don't, mm -hmm. you don't think this is going to happen. Um, they've always said that she was very, detached but nothing emotionally from things but never to I mean they thought she was just kind of an awkward kid yeah you know kind of an outsider um they said they she watched Bambi the first time and instead of being upset about the mom getting killed she was like run Bambi run run and save yourself I mean so that kind of mentality kind of but you still don't no, go oh, no. from detached to yeah. murder yeah no, and it's, it's as a parent, you just, you don't even want to, especially, and you don't know if your kid's getting picked. I mean, like, there's so many variables. Um, I don't think anybody knew this was, this was something that was possible. I wonder if it was, um, because schizophrenia doesn't typically present until Correct. a little bit later. Yep. So I wonder if there were any other signs or if. Yeah, she was specifically, her dad, and her dad was schizophrenic. So, oh, yeah. She was already, so they should have, in, 
I don't know. I can't say should have yeah. because she's not my child. I wasn't in that situation. But I would think that you would try to be a little more aware right. of those cues then. Right. And right. Well, and, and you know, and, and, and again, I, as coming from a kid who was a very um, dark child who had a very vivid imagination. You might have fallen into that category of <laughs> yeah. I like to say, I mean, like, I never, I never thought... I always thought it would be nice if something like that. You know, it's like you live in a fantasy world. You're like, what part of this would be nice? No, no, maybe no, 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 some no. clarification. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the fact that there's a fantasy world and there's a supernatural and there's there's things not necessarily Slenderman, but you know, like I'm thinking like never ending story. You know, things that yes. are like you know, I open a book and I can fall into a uh, a world, another world. Okay. Especially when you're you know you're picked on as a kid or whatever. So there's always a certain. The make-believe, the fantasy world yeah. that you want to live in. But most people know that line. And, I mean, like, even I remember being 12 and having a very vivid imagination, especially I talk a lot about the ocular migraines I had, mm-hmm. in which I thought things were hanging from the trees. And, mm-hmm. you know, so you can you can diverge and be like, what if things really were hanging from the trees? I never thought something was hanging from the trees. I never thought there was a monster under my music teacher's piano. Yes. I thought it would be really cool if there was, but I didn't, I didn't go down that bunny hole. Um, or the rabbit hole. No, so, I like bunny hole. Bunny hole. It's cute. Yeah. So, but there was, but you never, like I said, you never know that what could happen. So in Wisconsin, the kid, if you're over 10 and attempt murder, you can be tried as an adult. Good. And so that's what they decided they were going to do. Good. So originally they both pled not guilty. Um, they ended up then taking a plea. How would you plead not guilty to I know. that? I know. How is your how mm, defense attorneys, man? I'm telling you what I I've, I've dealt with a couple. Mm, not pretty, not pretty at all. Um, so they ended up finally taking a plea plea deal, in which they had to admit guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were actually then the delusion was so severe they actually were. I don't remember how they worded it, but it was almost like they couldn't be declared guilty because of mental insanity, essentially. Which I get before both of them or just for Morgan? For both of them. So Anissa or Anissa, she had those delusions as well, or she just like slid in under the... That is, uh, again, I can't say. I don't don't know. Uh, I know she was very, in, in the videos that I watched... Morgan seems very over the top. Like she is, the judge is talking to her and she's talking in a really little voice and she's crying and she's, she's holding herself like this and she's, she's so very, she's maybe playing into the schizophrenia a little bit more knowing how her dad was. So how yeah. she could, I mean, I, you know, that's a, unfortunately I'm jaded enough. That's my, that's my thought process. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. It could be the schizophrenia. Um, Anissa was very, reserved and very polite and very calculating and I don't mean calculating in a bad way just I mean like the judge would ask her something and she you could you could actually hear her processing mm-hmm. what to say um you know and at one point she made some slip up and she it was like I mean it was it was an innocent slip up I'm sure but it was something like she took the blame it, I can't remember what it was but it was something like yeah, we did this, and then she corrected herself mm. to make herself seem. I mean, it Back was just on it. 
Yeah, it was just, it was interesting. But she has to be fairly calculating, fairly uh, intelligent in that aspect, because Mm -hmm. she got into the middle of two good friends Mm -hmm. and was able to divide them to her purpose. It sounded more like it was her mission, and she just found Morgan, who was maybe a little more vulnerable to that end. Correct. So it sounds like she would be more of the mastermind behind it anyway. Correct. So it was, um, yeah, it was interesting. So both girls were then in part of the plea deal. They were both sentenced to um, time in a mental institution. So How long? Anissa was sentenced to 25 years. Okay. <clears throat> she got out in 2021. Or 21. 2021. What? Yeah. She got out in 2021. Um, she masterminded a murder? Attempted murder, yep. Attempted murder, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm really, I'm really torn about it. Um, I did listen to some of the um, hearing, I guess, and and it was very, I mean, she's, she had been through everything that the mental institution could provide her with Um, when it came through help, uh, to help. She was excelling at everything. She admitted that what she what it was was it was a delusion um i i know i know half the stories that we have covered i know on our podcast have been these people getting out because the the professionals have said yeah oh no they're fine now yep no i know i know so um when she was released um the family was very disappointed but they were relieved because she needed uh, part of that was she had uh, mandatory psychiatric care um she had gps tracking um, if she moved in with her dad, so her dad was supposed to be helping watch, um, and that she was to avoid any contact with Peyton until 2039. So. Why is there an, an until? I know. On to that. You tried to murder her. There should not be any until. I, I you know, I, I agree. I mean, I think. And that, I think that's really shitty that what does. So Peyton in 2039 has to probably has to be the one to petition for another restraining order or whatever it is yep. that keeps her away. So the victim is the one that has to now do the paperwork to say, I, I actually don't want my attempted murder around me. Is that cool? You guys cool with that? Yeah. No, I, you know, and like I said, I, I am so I'm very, very torn on this case. And it is one that. Um, I don't know. I, I have spent I have spent a lot of time working with kiddos in the system. Mm-hmm. I have seen kids that have overcome such insanity when it comes to being raised, come out of it with uh, come out of it beautiful, very well adjusted mm-hmm. human beings. I've seen some kids that have not, and. And we're not at 12, 13, and 14, but later became good people. Yes. So I really, I'm very, very torn on this case. Um, I'm just, I'm very torn. It, it, it just, it's, there's nothing good that comes out of it other than Peyton's outlook on things as of now. Um, Morgan was um, diagnosed with early onset schizophrenia. She continued to hear voices up until the, for the trial, um, I want to say the trial didn't take place until 15, 2015, and then there was some other kind of thing that went on in 17. Um, there was a lot of just kind of touching base um, trial-wise. 
Um, she claimed that she could communicate telepathically with fictional characters like Harry Potter and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. So she was, she had a very, um, she was not able to really kind of step out of the delusion. My four-year-old says the same thing. <laughs> earlier this year, Morgan, uh, so 2022, um, earlier this year, Morgan requested early release. Uh, the judge decided that she was, now keep in mind, she had 40 years. Um, oh, she had 40 She got years 40 years. Since she was on that, actually. She stabbed it. Okay. Yeah, and it was, I mean, she, she used a kitchen knife. She, I mean, it was, she went to the woods knowing she was going to stab. Mm-hmm. Um... She, um, so the judge said, okay, you know, in order to consider this, you need three, we're going to hire three independent mental, um, or doctors to basically do a mental evaluation. That seems fair. Yep. Um, they got the first one back and both Morgan and the judge withdrew the, um, petition, um, saying that she needed to do some more work. So after the first one, after the first one got back, it didn't even get to three. Okay. No. So, but it says something that Morgan and her family both were like, Okay, this is this. We need we need to do some more work. Yes. Um, and I didn't get I didn't wasn't able to d- dive too deep into it, but um, Morgan's mom is now a huge advocate for child mental health. Um, good. And as well as like helping in the justice system, so um, there was some good that came out of it there. Um, Peyton, I do have to say that's very impressive of Morgan's family to step into that role because most families. It right. seems like they want to deny, deny or deny, deny. or avoid, yeah. whereas she's saying there was an issue, it was wrong, now right. let's fix it for other people. That's yeah. a, that's admirable. Yeah. Well, and like I said, you know, as you go back, you know, we're both parents, um, you know, they're, you just, you just don't know. I mean, I, I, I circumstances, you just don't know what your kids are capable of. And you, know. you would love to think that they're not, but. But with the way society is today, with the fact that they were, they're growing up with social media, I mean, I was I was very bullied when I was a kiddo. And, um, you know, my, my parents, God love them, decided to transfer me from a very, very poor school to a Catholic school in... in it's worse than private school. In fifth grade. Fifth grade girl. So no, it's worse. It was bad. Um, and I remember, I remember times there was, you know, I'd get, I'd get prank calls and there was one time... And I just remember the phone rang and I just, I, I started screaming and I couldn't stop screaming just because I was so, I didn't know what to do with all the anger and mm-hmm. enrage. I didn't have social media. I didn't have, I mean, it turned off. We could take the phone off the hook. Yes. Yeah. Um, kiddos today don't, don't have that luxury. And mm-hmm. so you just don't know what all the factors are. And then the fact that it is very difficult for them to sometimes be able to tell the difference between fake and 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 not and real. I mean, in it's your just, formative years, they're still young. They're still figuring all of this out, and you have all you're being bombarded with yeah. all these theories and thoughts, and your adolescent mind can't differentiate sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and it's and like I said, it's not. I mean, there are some cases that you really you look at it. Um, uh, for instance, we're going to cover like the Dahmer movie. Um, <laughs> there are cases in which you see parents that are actively putting their head in the sand. Mm-hmm. And this, I don't think, I have a hard time blaming. I can't blame anybody. I mean, I blame I blame Morgan for the actions. I blame, mm-hmm. you know, Anissa for the actions. That's They decided to do that. They were 12. Mm-hmm. You know, and that does not excuse anything. That's not okay. But, and there's no but to that. I mean, it's it's not okay. 
all you can do is move on and, and learn from it and Which it hope to make like things better. Which it sounds like her family did. Yeah, well. But how is Peyton in all of this? Peyton is a rock star. So Peyton was interviewed um, in 2019, um, and she was just the pictures, and we'll share some of it in the social media. She was smiling. She was a survivor. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the guy's like, um, so are you a survivor? And she's like, yeah, I am. Um, because, and she also then, she is um, said that she is grateful that this happened mm. because of the fact that she now has a passion for the medical field, which is what wow. she wants to go into. Wow. So um, last I heard, she was in college. She was doing really well. Um, beautiful smile. Beautiful. Um, Sounds like know, a beautiful soul. Beautiful soul. She's yeah. growing from. Yeah, she definitely. Wow. Yeah. So there is a lot That's of. That's impressive. There's a lot of good there. Um, so, you know, it's it's a hard case. I mean, it could have ended but so much different. That. Yeah. Look, we started off talking about the Slenderman and how awful it was, but mm -hmm. now I'm. I have a little bit of warm and fuzzy yeah. in there. Just one. Yeah. I can only allow one at a time. One at a time. My black heart won't take any more. But yeah. That's actually that's the most maybe heartwarming story that we've done. It is probably. And that um, was about the fucking Slender Man. <laughs> yes. I hate him. Yep. Well I try I try to make it good. I try to make it good. You made it really good. So um so yeah, I mean and it, like I said, I would love to say, you know, watching Watching my kids grow up, and, and I'm very grateful, none of this, we never dealt with anything mm -hmm. like this, but watching my kids grow up and seeing some of the kids that they surrounded themselves with and and some of those situations, it's just, it's not an easy thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not, uh, you know, they're, they're, taking the they're taking the responsibility in the best way that I think they can. Yes. I, I don't think they necessarily needed to be, in, I mean, in prison, they needed some, some major mental health work and it sounds like they're working on it so um hey we can be optimistic about it it sounds like morgan is on the right track and we can be optimistic about anissa or anissa i feel like i'm messing that up every time i know I but with a name like dia i'm <laughs> it's i think it's anissa okay um, but yeah. with anissa i mean hopefully she has and yeah. we won't be talking about her on our podcast in yep 10 years yeah yeah, I, I definitely hope it is a different story, and I hope that Peyton is able to just kind of put it past her and, and move on, and, and just, it could have ended so much differently, and... Um, Go yeah. Peyton. Yeah. Team Peyton. Team Peyton all the way. <laughs> Team Peyton all the way. So, that's... All right. The Slender Man Stabbings. Oh. We're going to use that to kick off October, because I love myself some October. You do. And... We had kind of discussed it, and now we decided that we are going to give our commentary on the Dahmer series on yep. Netflix a great way to keep going into October. Yep. And I have some stuff to say, and I don't know that it's going to be a popular uh, okay, opinion. Okay, Karen. <laughs> I'm just going to start calling you Karen. <laughs> Jenny Olsen Payton and Karen. <laughs> No, I just have, I have some very strong opinions, and I'm kind of getting fired up about it. And the more that I watch these episodes, the more fired up I'm getting. Yes. And we're going to talk about that next week. So right. stay tuned. Make sure we're going to split it into two episodes, the first five episodes of Dahmer uh, next week, yep. and then five, no, six through ten the week after that. Yep. So make sure you're caught up so you know what we're talking about. Yep. When Or what Dia will be complaining about. <laughs> So, yes. 
All right, so do us a favor, subscribe. We definitely love hearing from all of you. On all um, the things. On Yeah, on everything. YouTube, Apple, Spotify. You, no, YouTube. I just said that. <laughs> you do it twice. YouTube, Apple, YouTube. <laughs> Did I say YouTube? You can go on YouTube, actually. Hey, where is this going to be posted? YouTube. Okay, there you go. So subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, definitely follow on your favorite streaming um, podcast. Um, we're also on Amazon. We are. We are. For us Android people that don't <laughs> use Apple. Um, and judging. I'm judging. I'm not the character situation. <laughs> I will own it. I'll be back next week with a different haircut. I'll have the full on <laughs> angle haircut. The Kate, the Kate plus eight. Yes. You just wait. It's going to be good. I need to speak to your manager. That's how we'll start. That's what we'll name the next episode. Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer. I need to speak to the manager. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Have a great day.